Yo, right, the podcast has started. Has it already begun? This is, yeah, okay. okay. I don't really like doing welcomes, but I guess I'll just do it. Um, <laughs> welcome to the In The Studio podcast. Yeah, first edition. Probably won't really do it go anywhere, but. First and only episode. First episode, yeah. Today, we're gonna just be, all right, first off, let's just introduce ourselves, yeah. So, um, our, I'm Lawrence. I'm uh, I like music, and I go to Tresham College, and <laughs> I don't know. And um, let me think of other stuff to say. I like relaxing at home, and I like eating food. All right, you say yeah, something. I'm now. Daniel. Um, I go to Tresham College as well, obviously. And I too like music, and I also like relaxing at home. Yeah. And today we're here, I'm here to learn more about slow tie. Yeah, we're talking about slow tie. And uh, right, so before we get into that, what's been going on? Just tell us a bit tell us a bit about your life, you know what I mean? We, we got time so we, we can just we can just talk about Well what what do you mean to say like right now? Yeah, what's been going on? Just been doing college really, studying at Yeah, going pretty well actually, college. It's fun, better than GCSEs. Um, but other than that, life's pretty dull. Yeah, Do was, anything on the weekend? <laughs> well, nah, I didn't actually. Just relaxed this weekend because hectic week. What happened? Just busy every day. Long, yeah. Waking up early. Yeah, for real. Especially now with like I'm working and shit. So oh, oh sorry, swearing. I need to stop swearing. But it's kind of like different. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. It's like long. I feel like now, nah, but the only thing that's stressing my life is work. How's that, that makes work It's good. It's like kind of. Do you tell them where you work? Nah, that's private. That's private. But uh, um, yeah, it's kind of just like. The, it's just like I'm, I'm I'm getting underpaid. Obviously, I do loads of work. Like I run a whole store by myself, and um yeah, but it's kind of just like I I kind of feel underrespected. You run the whole store. You the manager. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Net, yeah. Nah. Like high key. Okay. But I do I do everything. Yeah. When I work right. in a day, I do everything at least. It's like um let me think if I have to say it. It's like w when I'm here, yeah, they just tell me what to do and I do everything. Like, there's so yesterday I worked nine hours, yeah. no joke, six of those hours. I was the only one on the shop floor. And if you think about it, I'm 16, yeah, I'm running oh, a whole shop, and the magazine's how they make most of the money. Oh, yeah, they sell magazines, but um, the magazine's how they make most of the money. So it's kind of like, you know what I mean? I kind of wish I got a bit more respect and stuff like that. But. It shows you can like, work well, though. You know, yeah, you've got a lot of responsibility. And anyway, anyway, we're not talking about me. <laughs> we're talking about, so today's episode is about slow tie. And um, yeah, so slow tie is this artist. He's we like kind of everyone, if if you don't know it, live in Northampton. Like everyone in Northampton, like knows who he is. He's kind of like a local celebrity, yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. and um, he's like he kind of makes pop rap, punk rap. Sorry, and it's it's very interesting. His music's very different. It's it? a different. Yeah. It's original. Um, yeah. So his real name's Tyron Kaimoni Frapton. Yeah, and he was born December eighteenth, nineteen. 
94, which is pretty exciting. And um, he's kind of like, he's kind of like a grime rapper, I would say, but he's not really yeah. like normal. Like there's loads of people in the, the categories that are like normal, if that makes sense. Like not to shout, you know what I mean? Like chat rubbish, but like there's a lot he's of similarities. Different. Yeah, he's just different. He's a different. He like, is a grime artist. Yeah, yeah. He's the most unique. Yeah, because the thing is, yeah, the way he like structures his music is so weird. Like, if you think about Doorman, yeah, you've heard that song. Yeah. Like, that is such that is a different crazy. track. Like that, that I feel like that's like the most crazy song he's ever released because it's just like so different. Like it's like it's like rock still, but yeah. like he's rapping over it yeah, and it's mad like, that is actually mad like when you think about it yeah it's definitely just a different part like that thing. concept and stuff yeah you only see everyone every artist doing yeah for real thing. so it's like it is very cool to see like someone doing what he's doing but it's also like the thing is that i really like about him is he's just doing his own thing yeah like, like for it like and also another thing is after so the way he started was just rapping like over like beats and just like spitting yeah and then when um nothing great about britain came out we had this like aggressive tone and then the thing is everyone thought with tyron he was gonna like follow that if that makes sense but he didn't and he did something differently and it worked as well and that's what i like about him he's not like doing he's versatile yeah exactly you, the thing is he could have released three more albums like nothing great about britain they all would have been good but you know what I mean? He he would just get bored with that. So he does something differently, and everyone everyone's with him when he does his different things, and it's very interesting to see. And it's like another thing that I like is that like his like roots and shit. Oh, sorry for swearing yeah. again, but <laughs> yeah, like his like roots. And I thought, yeah, I just find it mad how he's from like where we are. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's like I find it very surreal that he's a popular artist like, from yeah. England. And the fact that he's only a town away from it, you know Yeah, I mean? and like also like the fan base he got, like that he could, he's like one of the best lyricists of all time, mm -hmm. at, at the moment I would say. And like he's got a mad fan base, and I just find that crazy how he's this, he's I would say he's a big star. No, I would. Yeah, that. and like the fact that he's still like shouting out Northampton in his songs, it's like sick. Yeah. That's where he's came from. You know, yeah, exactly. Roots. Yeah, but no one else really does that except for like London rappers who yeah. like shout out where they're from. All city rappers. Yeah, he's from a town. Not yeah, a city exactly. Town. That's why it's very interesting to see. And then, um, all right. So that's kind of like an introduction. Why don't you just give you a quick your opinion on Solotai real quick? Well, like you said, like I find him very interesting. He's just um, a unique artist. Versatile, he's yeah. just different. He, I would agree that he is a grime artist, or at least he began like one, but um, his style is just so different. You can't really compare him to another rapper, yeah, because it's so different and everything. Yeah. That's my overall opinion on him because I don't really Good. know much, but I'm learning about him, yeah, for real. It's like, it's, I feel like when I listen to his music, yeah, mm -hmm. like. All the songs, like you gotta, when you listen to them enough, they become good. Like I don't feel like he has the ability to release a bad song, and when he releases bad songs, it's like it's intentional. Like I don't know if you've heard the song "Crack," but it's like it's this like ear, like, eerie song. It mm -hmm. doesn't sound good, but that's like the point. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like he, he did it deliberately. Yeah, you know, yeah tell exactly. it's intentional. Because like, the lyrics when it says "I love you like a crack," it looks crack. It's all about like addiction and stuff, and it's all like. But it's, it's intentional, it, like. Yeah, it's meant to make it like a great thing. And he does the same in like the opening track. Nothing great about written. Yeah, you see, like the beat is like 
unorthodox and stuff. And he's just like, set, he's like spitting, but it's like, that's like the point, if that makes sense. He just, I don't know how to explain it. I, like, I, also, yeah. I liked what you said, how like, you can't make a bad song. It was, um, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm incorrect, can you say, but what was his first song, Jiggle? Yeah, and I was yeah. surprised that was his first yeah, song. That was, I actually enjoyed that. Yeah, that, that is a mad song. Yeah, that's the song that got him like, picked up. Yeah, like fully, like because he he released that and he he made it in um Northampton College. That's mm -hmm. like, yeah, which is like nuts. Well, and he studied. Yeah, he studied music in Northampton College. And he made that. Mm -hmm. He released other songs on like SoundCloud, but they've all been deleted now. Okay, yeah, okay. and um. So he is technically what a SoundCloud record. Would you say yeah, no, no. Yeah, at the start he was, yeah. but then. All his stuff is on Spotify now. Yeah, he's got like a few unreleased songs that are on SoundCloud, but that's, you know, that's not really that that big. And then, and then yeah, so Jiggle came out, and then he got picked up by a company, and he released his two um, those two EPs, Run and um, what's the other one called? Uh, Wish you were here, yeah. Okay, yeah. And they were mad. Like people don't really rock with I Wish You Were Here that much. Run as well. I feel like Run's definitely his worst project, but that's cause it's like, it's like very short and he, did, he wasn't really, I don't really know what he was doing on that one, but <laughs> but I Wish You Were Here gets a lot of hate, but it's genuinely like a good thing. It's got tracks like, you probably haven't heard, he's like Kenny and like um, Murder and stuff like that. It's like mad, like all good songs, like all very good songs that like. Would you say you didn't miss on any? Maybe um, Find My Way was a bad song, but to be fair, there was like bits in that song that were pretty good. Yeah. If that makes sense, like, yeah, like it was, there was some, some bits that were good in that. In so Even when he makes a bad song, there are elements of it that are good. Yeah. Is that, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, there's something that you like about it. Yeah, for real. And then, um, all right, so let's just talk about for a minute him being brought up in Northampton and if you haven't listened to his music it's very reflected in it oh, okay. yeah and like <laughs> it's like you can he's like very verbal about his upbringing and he's very he's very like open, open about it yeah and he like it's very interesting to see because the way he was brought up he used to live in community housing and shit mm -hmm. and he had it and so yeah so like growing up he would like steal and shit and he was like naughty kid and he was like all that stuff yeah. and it kind of like you can get it gives off like that menacing vibe in his music you know what i mean yeah you can see it reflect yeah for real and very interesting to see as well and then also like growing up like his stepdad would like abuse him he had a bad stepdad have you heard the song gorgeous no, yeah so in the end of that he has like this two minute monologue talking about how his dad brought him to a football game mm -hmm. but then he went to the wrong stadium like he went to Liverpool instead of Southampton or something mm -hmm. like that and then he promised that he did buy tickets and he didn't buy the tickets oh, so, he so he like had to yeah like they like missed half the game and there's like ref and he speaks about his stepdad a lot it, and um it's kind of like yeah it's kind of a deep situation to be brought in. And then so where he where he was being raised in Northampton, there was a place called Lings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's just like, just on the outside of Northampton. And he was living in a council home. And when when he was growing up, his um his brother died, like, what was it? Mm -hmm. Of um muscular dystrophy. 
and he died in 2001. And the song in the song in the music video for the song Toaster, mm-hmm. that's a song that's on Nothing Great About Britain. You can see um, him like talking about it, and he's talking about how it was like different and like how the like, death affects him and shit. Like, yeah. Sorry, for swearing again, but like how death affects him and stuff. And it's very interesting to see because in that music video as well, he's like walking around his old childhood home. Yeah. And you like see stuff, he's like walking through and you can see he's like, oh yeah, this is where my TV used to be. And he used to have them TVs. I don't know if you had one, but you used to have to, have to put a pound in them oh, to yeah, like run them. Yeah. And let's get like two hours of mute TV for a pound. And yeah, and so he, he was raised by a single mum because his dad, Reese, left. And in um, Northampton's Child, yeah, the beginning, there's a line that says, search for Reese, where's he gone? Yeah, so it's like kind of, um, kind of mad. Yeah, like this is why I like music though. You see how like he uses music to express yeah, his emotions. Exactly. You know yeah, I mean? that's a very. That's what point. I love about like music in general. It's just a way for people to express themselves yeah. to the world without really being judged too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel that's when they, that's when they feel the most free. You know, and like it's better, it's easier for them to do that than just to talk about it. I'd say, and it's another way to deliver the message, I guess. And yeah. it could be a bit more um, moving than just speaking about it. If, yeah. you, if you can hear it Definitely. and relate to it through music, it's a, mo- a lot more. Yeah, that's a good, that's the thing about Slow Time. All this stuff is very relatable. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the things he talks about. And like, um, So yeah, so he's he's growing up in um, Northampton. And then he, as we said earlier, went to Northampton College, and he studied music. And then, so a thing that I read was when he was there, um, people would be like, or they would do the music, but they wouldn't like think about it properly. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And then the difference between those people and Slota, he was like. If I'm gonna do something, I want to put a hundred percent into it, and yeah, he wants to put all of it, yeah. in, everything into it. So he went to there, and then he put all his effort in, and yeah, it's paid off. Yeah, I think I heard that as well. He said like he would prefer to put everything in and fail, fail, and fail again than do something that he's unhappy with for the rest of his life. Exactly, it's very actually very good point. And then um, so also growing up, actually kind of a mad story. He was like, so he was kind of big on music, but he was still working at Primark. Yeah. yeah so this is probably after the release of jiggle i would say because that blew up but yeah and then so he's working at primark and then he got fired for um using a employee discount code on one of his friends you see that yeah, I heard yeah. That. and then as he was walking back from home from getting fired he's walking through abington park which is like a park in northampton and he wrote tea and biscuits yeah, which was yeah. like the the that song was the that song that broke, it proper broke through yeah. the whole And country. I feel like, not to be cringy, but it was like a very influence, influenced by TikTok. Because that, do you remember that, the drug dealer? Yes, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah that, that went so viral. And so that that's like how everyone like knew his name. Yeah, that, that, makes actually, sense. No, that song is how everyone, I mean, yeah. a lot more people learn. Exactly, because there's like... Because I believe what, Jiggle got is now on a million views on YouTube. Yeah, so and that was his break, breakthrough song, but I would say... Uh, Team Biscuits was his like true breakthrough song to the rest of the yeah, world. Yeah, no, yeah, that was his most viral song. Yeah, yeah. It's like cool. still, well, no, obviously Doorman's his most viral song now. Yeah, and yeah, so once he made that, he um, 
he drops he drops his two things and then he gets signed to a major record deal yeah and so he's dropping um and no one knows how his first album's gonna go yeah yeah no and its success was mad it got number nine on the uk charts which is yeah, crazy for like a day and the album. first it was the first week of the release he got number yeah nine yeah on the actually, official charts actually crazy and that's like and first, then, first album as well yeah all right let's talk about um i don't know what side it is nothing great about britain his first album yeah mm -hmm. we get that in the middle of us actually and then so um this album i feel like this is the best album i feel like it's better than tyron mm -hmm. and tyron's is 2021 album, yeah yeah uh, so this album, I liked it more because it felt a bit more raw. Obviously, Tyrone's a good album as well. Oh yeah, you just like the uh, yeah. I think I get what you're saying. So I heard the first track, nothing great about Britain, and I can. That was a very raw. Yeah, say. very. Just he was just. That's the one I was speaking about earlier. Like the yeah, mm -hmm. and of course that one has this one has Doorman in it as well, yeah. which is his biggest song ever. Yeah, that is. It's more massive. More massive is actually like a good producer as well, like, and like. <laughs> Yeah, and Doorman came out. That's like probably most like it's so experimental. Like if you think about it, like that. Now it's not experimental because it's been done earlier, like in the nineteen eighties. But to release that in twenty eighteen, yeah, that's like huge. He is trying to see if everyone else is still into it. Yeah, and, and then Dead Leaves as well. Then third track. That's that's all right. Mm -hmm. It's there's good things. What would you say is your favorite track on the album then? Um. Probably like North Nights, North which actually isn't on here. It's on it and yeah, the deluxe version. Mm -hmm. But yeah, North Nights. That's probably my favorite. It's um, I what don't do know why. Like I like the beat, and I like there's this bit. I don't. It's it's gonna sound weird, but it's like, it's the lyrics are mad. Like mm -hmm. the lyrics are actually mad. Like loads of quotables. That's what I like about Slow Touch. Loads oh, of quotable yeah. lyrics. Yes. You know what I mean? So like he's like if you read his lyrics like line for line like a, every line is like kind of like iconic in a way mm -hmm. and like north nights like the opening thing is like rise and shine let's get it bumba club dickhead bumba club dickhead yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's just like nuts to get you so hyped and shit sorry for swearing again but um yeah and then after dead leaves is gorgeous which that is like all about um northampton gorgeous that's like, and it's oh, like, is it just about yeah, it's like, like his upbringing and stuff. Oh, okay. And that's like most people's like, if you're like a fan of Slow Tide, that's like most people's favorite. favorite yeah. Then number five, Crack. Wait, pardon me. Number five, the song Crack. Yeah, that obviously with a name like that, that's like influential. It's all about addiction, and Slow Tide's had a lot of trouble with addiction in the past, and. Um, Man, I hope this mic is recording, because if it isn't, that'll be so depressing. It should be fine. <laughs> should be fine. I press record, but um, so yeah, that's all about addiction. And he's had loads of things, and he, he's had loads of like struggles with addiction. And like, there's loads of lyrics about him like being pulled out and like being saved and stuff. And um, yeah, so track six, Grow Up, that's like, um, that's like kind of about pride if that makes sense about where you live and he's got this feature from uh Jakay, and they got mad chemistry on that track actually and he talks about the pride in being raised in a town called small leaf i don't even know what that is but yeah and then um track seven inglorious actually probably the heart. Yeah. yeah that's a mad track 
and that's like that Skepta actually does go so hard. Like they yeah. both like they have mad um, chemistry. Skepta's a very big artist. Yeah, to exactly. To think that they collaborated for uh, from you collaborated with someone that's from, just from a town called North Yeah, Madison. exactly. It's insane. Is the thing. And then uh, next one, next track was a uh, toaster. I do. I, that is probably like most underrated track. Toaster. It's so weird. It's like got this like really unorthodox drum beat. Mm -hmm. It's like ch ch. I don't know how to explain it. I'm not going to say it out loud, <laughs> but. Um, and it's very interesting to listen to, and it's got this like acoustic thing, and it's oh yeah, it's just very like it's very it's moving almost, and then peace of mind that's kind of that's kind of iffy. I don't really like that song. Missing underrated as well. He, he's kind of spitting on that track. He's like you know what I mean. He's like going in, and he's like and then Northampton's child as well is what I spoke about earlier. That's pretty good. It's gritty on purpose, but I didn't really. Rock with it that much, and then the two extra tracks that are here are Rainbow and North Nights, and Rainbow's all about like not belonging to a certain culture because he's like, as you can see, he's a mixed race. His dad, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And so he speaks about yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. You can see his dad and his mum are both different, and it's, so it's all about him like not belonging, not feeling like he belongs to a culture. Okay. You see what I mean? To one thing. Yeah, and so he like doesn't really know where what group he's in. Oh. Because he's like half, half, and, and then North Nights is just about. I don't. It doesn't really have a theme. It's just like kind of just a good song, like a fun song. Yeah, and then um, so that came out, and then he he released one single in between two albums, Thoughts, which was a, yeah, I guess a good a good song. It was just kind of just like no chorus or anything. He's just like spitting over that. Like it was a very classic rhyme. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is which was pretty good. And then his next next album, Tyron. Have you heard this? I heard uh, obviously I tried uh, that song. Right? Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. So this was a bit longer, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's like 35 minutes, which is still kind of short, but compared to Nothing Great About Britain, it was slightly, and it was it was cool the way this one was done, because it was done in two two sides, if that makes sense, two sides to the CD. So the, oh, yeah, yeah, so the first side is a, like aggressive and like in your face and very heated, and then the second side is more calm. And if you see, here, I'm just gonna show you, like that's all in caps and that's not in caps, oh, you see what I mean? Okay. I don't know if you can that all in capitals and then that's all in non capitals pretty pretty obvious stuff but so when did this uh, was not 2020 2020 february i think the 14th 2021 okay. and it was like very like it was very high ride it got to number one in the uk which did is it? yeah that's great. and it got to like and it charted in other countries as well. Yeah. And the thing is, nothing great about Britain didn't chart in any other country other than England. Mm -hmm. But Tyron charted in other countries, and he's just growing more. You know, as we like, he's just getting bigger and bigger, and he's like touring in America now and stuff. So yeah, this 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 album. Let me pop that in the middle. I feel like this one has better cover art. Yeah, I do like the cover. Yeah. Art. This this but one. I, also, I do like this that cover. Uh, nothing great about Britain because. It's, Obviously, that's in front of uh, Northampton's uh, couch. Yo, just give it two secs. <laughs> yeah, so um, <laughs> so this this album opens up with uh, 45 Smoke. We actually have mad, mad track. 
Good yeah, like very good intro, very a lot of energy, and that's the, what the first side really brings. Like, energy. oh, of course, yeah. Is it like reflecting on his emotions? Would you say the whole album because it's two sides. Yeah, one, two sides to more it. Definitely, and then one a bit more tame. Yeah, and then um, so track two was cancelled, and that was kind of reflecting on the Enemy Awards where. Oh, oh is it when yeah. you were drunk? That? Yeah, so actually, let's just talk about that for a little bit. So, at the Enemy Awards, he was like, he got very drunk and he had a very bad problem with alcoholism, and he was like very, he was, he was definitely an alcoholic. Yeah, for for like a certain period of time. Yeah, and um, he like on stage, he like was receiving an award or something, and Catherine Ryan, that comedian. Mm -hmm. Oh no, she he wasn't even on the stage. She was like talking. And then she called him out, and then they were like kind of like joking almost. And Catherine Ryan like started it all, and then Slow Tide like got on stage and like got in her face. And then he was like, and then as he's walking off, someone like said something at him, and he threw a drink at him. Then yeah, and it came off, and he tried to get on. I did not know that part. I only knew the when he was just speaking yeah. to her. It's like a clip of him like throwing a drink in her face, and um, so immediately after that, actually happened he released a song called enemy like the enemy awards but enemy oh, like, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's nice. and um there's a and he just kind of like in that he kind of gives like a nonchalant like i don't really care yeah response but in real life he was very apologetic and Catherine ryan said she didn't make she didn't feel uncomfortable yeah she was actually okay yeah she and it was yeah, the other people were speaking it, for her yeah that was more of it like i, I heard like he got a lot of backlash for the person that they were you know, standing up for did not actually care. She was yeah. fine with it and everything. Yeah, and um, so that happened, and he released Enemy, and that was yeah. That had the you know the um, Pennywise laugh. Mm -hmm. You know, in oh. the in the the adverts were like yeah, yeah, yeah that sampled that actually that song. That's yeah, oh, I definitely like, need to check that out. Yeah, that it's very nice. very cool. And then um, so that happened, and that inspired the track cancelled with um. Skepta, and it's like, how are you gonna cancel me? Twenty awards and a mental piece, stuff like that. Mm. And and then um, the third track, Mazza with ASAP Rocky. That's nuts. That's a nice ASAP, track. Uh, again, like, ASAP Rocky. Yeah, that's a big name. But the thing was, nice. that's unexpected. ASAP Rocky came to slow tie. Yeah, that's what I know. I do know that. At yeah, because they have. I think they have another song. Nah, but they do have songs coming out. ASAP Rocky's next album will have a slow tie feature. That's what, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like kind of slow tie confirmed it, which is pretty cool. And then fourth track, Vex, underrated. That's underrated. Very good. Just like very strong lyricism. Just like kind of spitting. People are getting me Vex right now. It's very good. Dead. Wait, dead. That's the that's the one that's like forty seconds. Oh no, what? Yeah, five. Sorry, I missed that one up. What is the one that's like forty five seconds? But it's like a mad forty five seconds. If that makes sense, like just like crazy, like constant. And then he's like, yeah. And then number six, dead. That's like kind of slowing down a little bit, but still like very strong. And then play with fire, fire. Play with fire. Sorry, is what it's called. But in the chorus, it says play with fire, fire. And it is like slowing down a lot. Is it, yeah, transitioning yeah. to the second part of the album. And then w when you open up with I Try, that's like a mad track to open with. And that 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 B is actually crazy. Yeah, I did yeah. enjoy that song actually. And then Nine Focus, that's got with a Kenny Beats beat, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. You know Kenny Beats? Yeah, 
Yeah. The guy who does, um, whoa, Kenny. Yeah. yeah, 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 that guy. He makes that beat. Number 10 terms with Dominic Fike and Denzel Curry. Two, another, yeah, yeah, two big features. And then number 11, Push. That's probably my favorite song from this album. Push. Push. Yeah, what it's got like a Deb, Deb Never feature. You. It's, she's a very small artist, but yeah, she's got, she's very impactful, very emotional. Number 12, NHS. That came out pre-release. And it was all about being positive, very positive song there with NHS. Number 13, Feel Away with James Blake and uh, Mount Kimembe. That is that is a good song. That's probably like the most mainstream song from the album, other than maybe like Mazza or something like that. But that's very good as well. Mm -hmm. And then last song, ADHD. That's that's good. It's kind of a bit, you know, a bit too dark for me. Like he, oh, he, yeah. he's taking a mick a bit with that dark stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um yeah. And that's like his two albums. I would say only two albums he's released. Yeah, I would say his that is his better thing. Mm -hmm. And then people keep coming in. Sorry. Um, yeah, and then so what? Do you want to just tell me about his uh, future projects? Oh, okay, quick? so we did a bit of research to find out what exactly he wants to do in the future. And we've heard that supposedly he wants to create an album called Lighter Sitcom, and each song would be a character, which I find pretty interesting. Yeah, that's man's kind of like a Tyler Creator vibe. Yeah, because he like like create like creates characters and stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. And I thought I think that would be a very I'll definitely listen to that album. I think that would be interesting. To see. Yeah. And I wonder I want to know like what sitcoms influenced it as well. You know what I mean? You have to yeah, you know, for know. real what he watched and that and why he would think that in a way like why does he think life is sitcom you know and everything and then apparently as well he has an idea for an album that you could lick and taste now lick that, that's just his creative mind i would say you know? yeah like, yeah no that was how, that was when he teased on his instagram he made a post about and it was the, the donuts theme so his next album probably have like a donut theme mm -hmm. and he says he said a hundred thousand comments and i'll drop the album so the album's like done Okay, so it's already created. Yeah, just, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm unsure how that would work though. It would obviously be like it, once you if you get like a CD version. You know, yeah, for real. To taste it like that. Maybe it's like one of the you know the stickers you can get, you can smell. Scratch and smell. Yeah, but maybe yeah. it's this time you just lick it. That's yeah, but I, what I'm interested in an album that you can lick and taste. Is there an album that you can lick and not taste? No, no <laughs> sorry that was a bad joke <laughs> and then uh so yeah that's kind of a that kind of wraps it up really? 30 minutes man let's go thanks for listening thank you swag so all right see you bye <laughs>